Hi there, folks, and welcome to NTI's Japan Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Zivna Kajimam, again. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you're having a great day or night, wherever in the world you may be tuning in from. Uh, we're already in typhoon season here in Japan. They came in quick and hard this year. Uh, already had two of them in the past week and a half or so. Pretty strong ones, too. We had to batten the hatches and tie everything down here in Fukuoka over the last couple of days. But we were fortunately spared the worst of it so far. It's just really windy here and a bit of rain, but not as bad as we thought it might get. Uh, definitely not as bad as the uh, weather warnings were. Okay, so for today's episode, we're revisiting the U.S. Army and Navy rentals topic. If you recall, we had a nice long chat with a couple of U.S.-based Army investors uh, who were stationed here in Japan in the past that are probably going to come back here next year. And they were looking to purchase family homes around some of the bases here in Japan, places like Okinawa, Yokosuka, and so forth, in order to take advantage of the relatively high rent allowance that service personnel get here and to cater specifically to those tenants. So that was a pretty popular episode, both on the podcast and on our YouTube channel, and we'll link to it again in this episode show notes as well. And we were contacted shortly after it aired by a few people who have actually had the same idea. And one of them is pretty advanced as far as preparation goes. He's already stationed here in Japan, been saving for a few years, and already has enough cash saved up to pull the trigger and buy his first property. He's based in Aomori, up in Tohoku, which is on the northern end of Japan's main landmass, uh, land Honshu. So about eight, nine hours drive north of Tokyo, and about eight, nine hours drive uh, plus ferry south of Sapporo, which is the main city in Hokkaido, Japan's northern landmass. Uh, so this one's a recording of our chat with him. So again, he's looking to purchase his first investment property in that area, not too far from the U.S. base up there and lease it out to local army or navy personnel stationed there. So we spoke about some of the practicalities involved, like where to find these properties, how to communicate with the local realtors and sellers, um, who obviously don't speak any English, especially up in those areas, and they're usually a bit foreigner shy, what he could potentially get for his budget, and which criteria he should be focusing on, uh, mainly age versus distance from the base, and also about what we can help him out with as a buyer's agency and proxy, what his medium and longer term game plan might look like, and a bunch of other stuff. So here's the recording of that call. Hope you enjoy it, and I shall see you again on the other side. All right, go for it. So how can we help? Uh, yeah, just, uh, I saw that um, podcast you shared with the uh, other guys, Michael and Fook, and they're both in the Navy, and I'm in the Navy as well. And they had, uh, it was really surprising to see that because, they have the same idea that I'm having right now, whereas buying a place as an investment property for uh, other members of the military. Yep. I'm looking at I'm looking at a house right now, uh, kind of talking in, with the realtor and whatnot. I'm not. I might not get this one because I'm not the only person interested in it. And but uh, the idea that idea is there, and and it seems it's the the, the numbers kind of kind of work so. And are you based in uh, you're based in Aomori, right? Uh, yes, Misawa. Okay, and um, did you find that the realtors there are okay dealing with foreigners directly? Like they're not uh, freaking out or freezing or anything like that. They're actually having a conversation. I'm only an email contact. I went to an open house, and uh, yeah. the realtor that I'm in contact with doesn't really speak English, so my girlfriend's kind of helping me out. But yeah, other than that, but he is he is uh, responding. I mean, he's not freaking out. 
not as far as I know. Um, the the other the, the house I'm looking at in particular, um, there's another fa- I guess a family that's interested, and they have already um, are trying to get loan approval. So mm-hmm. if like my time my time window is like really short. Okay. So I don't I don't know if I'll get this one, but um, trying to find at least something in the Masawa area. Like it, it wouldn't be the end of the end of the world if I didn't get this one in particular. Yeah. This one's a little bit on the smaller side, but it's in my price range, I guess. When you say price range, are you buying cash or are you applying for a loan too? Yeah, I basically have to buy cash. Okay, so you should have um, you should have the upper hand if you do apply for that one because the uh, seller will always prefer to go for the sure thing. Yeah, and that's that's what that's what I was telling telling some friends of mine and whatnot who are I, I have a friend who I work with who's also interested. He's trying to get his wife on board, but a Japanese wife, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my coworker has a Japanese wife, and he's 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 very financially savvy as well, so he's trying to. He's trying to convince his wife to purchase to purchase a house. Right. So, but uh, as far, right now, uh, I need to. I don't know how long it would take me to actually get all the money together because a lot of it is tied up in like um, a mutual fund of mine. Yeah. So I'd I'd have to cash in some some of my assets in that regard in order to get all the money that'd be required. But I don't know. So that's still that's still like something I'm kind of contemplating. Well, if you've got a realtor there that's comfortable um, dealing with foreigners, that's already a big step forward. So you might not actually need any help, right? If you've got somebody who can, I mean, if he knows what you're looking for and he sends you listings once in a while when something comes up, then um, you could potentially just do the whole thing with him. I mean, he doesn't speak English, yeah. so you'll probably need somebody to. Um, either interpret for you or do the uh, settlement meetings for you um, who, who does speak fluent Japanese. So you'll need to give somebody authority to receive the explanations on your behalf in Japanese. Okay. Um, but otherwise, you might be able to just do it on your own. I mean, um, do, do you need assistance? Or are you comfortable reviewing places on your own? Or what's your status with houses? Um, well... Like I said, my girlfriend's kind of helped me a little bit, but we just started dating like a little bit over a month ago, so. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Congratulations. Like, I don't want to like, wrap her up and all that, and like, I don't even know how far this is going to go, so. Yeah. Like, that's why I was, I was reading through that paperwork you sent me, I was really intrigued by the, like, the survey. Like, you basically handle like all the legal matters, correct? Yes, so we can do, I mean, the, the level of service that you need um, just depends on you. Some people hire us just to consult them and give them due uh, diligence tips and um, maybe do negotiations on their behalf. And uh, other people want us to do everything from start to finish. Um, I guess management you probably don't need because you'll be leasing the place to, um, to English speakers, right? Right, right, yeah, I would be. Any place I purchase would be uh, rented out to Americans. Yeah, so you probably just need us for the purchase process, um, and at that, I mean, Correct. we can we can help you research. So we can contact realtors in that area and get listings from them and see what's available and just make recommendations. Um, and we can represent you through the entire process. So it's entirely up to you. Yeah, I, like I, I would really just need help with with the actual like negotiation uh, purchase and like uh, 
all the legal legal paperwork associated with actually buying property. Because I know once you buy a house, you have to register it within 20 days to the city hall, I think. Yep. Okay. So, like all that kind of all that kind of stuff. That's uh, so there's like four, there's three or four different actual property managers here in Masala that work with almost solely the, the military members. Yep. So this this house I live in now, uh, it's owned by a company called OTK. And uh, from what I know, um, the guy who owns this house is a retired school teacher, and I'm not even certain he lives anywhere in Tohoku. I think he lives down south. Right. But the property management, just uh, they just handle this. They just handle all the uh, like rent and whatnot. <laughs> I can't speak enough. That's right. <laughs> so you so you're gonna do the research by yourself, and you're gonna shortlist some properties that you're interested in, and you want us to sort of step in when you're actually moving forward on any of them. Is that about right? Well, I'd like, actually, if there's if it's possible, so I know in that um, in that video you were mentioning the fact that it's really hard to like get access to lists of all properties that are available in a certain area, and because there's not really a there's not really like a Zillow a, a Japanese Zillow I guess. No, I mean so there's those, listing those there's listing websites that list a lot. Um, that there's like three or four main websites that a lot of the uh, most of the agents um, list their properties on, and that's available to the public. Um, okay. It doesn't have comps or anything like that. It's just a list. But that's what I was saying. If you're already talking with a realtor who seemed okay. Um, who seemed okay dealing with you directly, you can just ask them for a, a list, right? They could... Okay, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, it's up to you. If you hire us, it's the same price. I mean, we can research for you or we can do due diligence on properties that you find on your own. It's totally up to you. We can do okay. both. Okay. Mm. Yeah. My price range isn't, like, super high. I'd uh, be willing to go to, like, maybe 12 million yen. Yep. So, for for Tohoku, that should be a pretty decent house, I think. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one I, the one I'm looking at right now is just, oh, just a sh little bit over, uh, just a little bit over ten million. It's a three bedroom. Yeah. Uh, a little bit smaller. Than that. I think it's like 102 square meters or something. And how old so, is it? Uh, nineteen like eighty-eight or something. Okay. So, like, but it's just been completely re-renovated, so it looks quite nice inside. It looks very, very new. What's the exterior like? Oh. The the roof, the walls, have you looked at that? Yeah, the uh, exterior just got like all repainted. Uh, I'm not sure about the roof, but yeah. like it was completely remodeled. Okay. Uh, in August. Yeah. So something like that, yeah? Uh, yeah, something more modern, I guess. A little bit more modern. It uh, doesn't have to be like huge. I mean, this, this place I live in now, honestly, I, I, if I could, I'd live in a smaller place just because it's just me. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the way they, the way the housing, the housing, like military housing allowance works, is, it's, it's just kind of strange. So, I think the reason it's so high is because it incentivizes, um, Jap like, Japanese people to actually rent to foreigners. Yeah. Whereas if we just pay market value. It'd be much more difficult for us to actually find a place or that's probably have someone willing to let us to live there. Yep. So that's that's the that's the reason it's it's so high. Okay. So I mean we can we can step in at any stage of the process. If you'd like us 
If you want to pass on that realtor that you've worked with, uh, pass on their contact details, we can start with him and then we can also research um, other realtors in that area and see what they've got listed. And okay. if, if you do like, um, you know, if you do drive-bys or if you see some house that just catches your eye, you can just jot down the phone number that's uh, hanging outside in case it's a sign or what and just send it to us and we'll look into that one for you as well. Okay. Um, so it's entirely yeah. up to you. I think there's one actually like right across the street from me. Oh really? Like okay. a new, it just got built. Like it went up a they they broke ground like a few months ago and it's already, there's already a house there. It's pretty crazy. Oh wow. Okay. But um, I mean I guess a new one, brand new one would probably be out of your budget, right? Probably. I, I haven't even I haven't even tried to look that one up. It's it's smaller, but I yeah, I haven't even tried to look it up because I imagine it's well to like twenty Building building a new one I think is about um if it's like a three-bedroom typical kind of thing, it's usually 20, 25 million for a normal kind of standard house. Yeah, I can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, and that's to build it yourself, so I doubt anybody will be selling it for less than that. Right. And so you are probably looking at something like uh, late 80s, maybe early 90s would fit you within your budget, but that's probably about it. Right. Yeah. I, I think that house I live in now is actually really old. I think it was, I think this one's like, it's very... Well, the only thing is you want to reduce your maintenance costs, right? So something that's a bit too old is probably going to carry a bit too much work on a regular basis. Right. And so it probably would be better to get the newest possible house that you can within your budget. And location-wise, um, do you know to give us a list of locations that would be within a reasonable distance to the base so that your tenants would be happy uh, with it? Yeah. Yep. So in order to qualify for the housing laws, it has to be within, I think, like 30 kilometers of, of the base. But obviously, the closer, the better. This, yep. this place right here... I want to say it's about 15 kilometers away okay. from the base. Yeah. So, and the one, the one, the one I'm looking at is like three kilometers away. Not, maybe not even. It's right next to the base. Okay. And base personnel, do they mostly have cars? Will they be okay with driving the 15 or 20 k's to the base? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's it's no, not a sure. huge issue, but closer is better. Yeah. 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 But uh, closer is definitely better. But I mean, even even out to like. 15 or 20 kilometers is, is fine. Okay. So, uh, I mean, if we can get something that's a bit newer, but a bit further away, like not right next to the base, that's probably okay as well, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that, that sounds do. Uh, have you seen a lot of um, houses in the area that are for sale, for rent? Like, are there a lot of signs in the streets, real estate agencies advertising uh, that sort of thing? No, there's definitely quite a few, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it's for rent or for sale exactly, but yeah. uh, there's definitely vacant houses in the area and uh, like signs and whatnot. Like, there's an open house sign right down the street from me, and I don't know exactly which house it's for, but there's 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 property here for sure. Okay, well that's good. That probably means that we can negotiate at least a little bit. So. All right. Well, I mean, if you want us to um, get started, we need the forms signed and witnessed. Do you have access to a notary pub? You don't have a Japanese hanko, do you? 
I don't, and I don't even think I can have, I don't even think I'm eligible to get one, because normally when you register at Hong Kong, you need to show your residency card. Correct. Yeah, and I, being military, we don't have access to that, so. Do you have I access? I don't think they let me register that. So do you have access to a notary public or somebody who can witness yeah. your signature? You there's, do. A, there's a legal department on base. Okay, okay, that's great. So we need those two forms that I sent you signed and notarized or witnessed. Okay. And then based on your budget, we can go for the lower end of your budget. We need our fee estimate paid. So if you say, for example, 10 million, then we need you um, to give us 4% of that. And then we'll credit or debit after settlement if the price ends up being a little bit higher or lower. Okay. And once we get that out of the way, we can start doing research on your behalf. Okay, yeah, that actually sounds really good. No worries. So, okay. um, well, let's start with those forms, but while you're getting those forms ready, you can already forward to me the um, contact details for that agent that you've been speaking with on that house. Uh, yeah, uh, I, can, I can do that. And um, then we'll, we'll contact him and we'll tell him that uh, we are representing you, uh, the guy who was asking about that house, and that... Um, we are like your Japanese representatives here in Japan, and that should put his mind at ease and just make him a bit more comfortable talking and providing listings and so forth. Okay. And we'll start with him. We'll see what he has on his list, and if there's nothing too exciting that he's got, then we'll start researching other, other sources as well. Okay. Yeah, that's, that sounds great, because, yeah, my... Uh, yeah, I, I found this one on Sumo, which is, I know, one of them, but yep. it's, there's only, like... There's only like two properties in the south that are listed on Sumo, and I've seen more houses for sale than that in town, so I don't know exactly where they're listed. Well, the, the old-fashioned countryside places like uh, Aomori, um, a lot of the agents would still be just doing shop windows and stuff like that. All right, they'll just put a sign and you have kind of drive by it. Yeah, uh, on the house, or they might have a little shop in town with like a lot of signs on the windows that people just walk, walk, oh, in, right. walk in traffic and just uh, make inquiries. Um, but there's a few other websites as, as well. There's Homes, there's Rakumachi, so there's a few other websites that we can look at. Um, but that's why, like I was saying, because it's a sort of countryside, old-fashioned place, it might be a good idea to start with the agent that you've already been speaking with. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I can, uh, I can, I can shoot them an email. All right. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right. I, I can actually get those. Uh, I should be able to get those forms. I go back to work tomorrow, so I should be able to get those forms signed uh, tomorrow and probably send out to you like no later than Wednesday. All right. Sounds good. And let me know when you're ready to get started. I'll send you an invoice for the fee estimate. Okay. Very good. All right. Good luck yeah. with that. I'll be interested Thanks. in uh, seeing how you go with tenants once you've got that under your belt. Uh, it'll be good to... Um, uh, maybe have you on the podcast again on the show and see if that plan is really viable and working out for you. Yeah, uh, the, the main the main thing is just like from what I've heard, you have you have to have the cash up front in order to buy property in Japan as, as an American service member because there's no chance of you getting a loan. That's correct. Yes. No, and that, that's the limiting factor for most people. Most people, I mean, I've been I've been in for eight years now and I've managed to save up. You know, one hundred fifty thousand dollars, but buying a hundred thousand dollar house requires me to spend a good chunk of, like, you know, two thirds of my save life savings. Yeah. So I don't know that. But the, the, I mean, the the money add like the money adds up based on the rent revenue and whatnot. I'll actually, if I actually were to purchase a house and have a tenant, like this month, 
I would be better off. I would be better off spending the hundred hundred grand now, and and retire if I end up retiring in the military then. Well, just like so. the only thing to watch out for is like I was saying to those couple of guys there is that um, because these bases are usually um, kind of countryside, um, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to get huge resale value when you sell the house again. So you really want to make sure that you're getting your rental income um, as quickly and as high, high as possible. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Most people. So I, I'm spending three years here and I think most people in the Air Force spend three to four years. So. Within, I think within two tenants, I could probably have most of, most of the money back. All right. So from there on, it's just profit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like six to six, six to seven years. It depends on. I, I would honestly put most of it back into back into the market and, and let it compound. So I could probably honestly have it back sooner. Well, I mean, if there aren't too many, for, I mean, obviously, foreign tenants would prefer to have uh, foreign landlords if they can, just for communication. And so if there aren't, if there isn't anybody doing what you're thinking of doing in your area, that would be a, that could be a bit of a, like the beginning of an empire kind of thing, right? Around that base. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, what I, that's, that's what I was thinking is if I could, if I could, uh, I can afford to buy a house now and then that basically has the time in order to buy a second one. Mm. So it's not a bad plan. With the, with, yeah, with the, with, the, with the rental income, I could theoretically be able to purchase a second house within probably five, five years or so. Yep. And then that just doubles, doubles my, my right. passive income. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how you go. I'm looking forward to that, actually. Okay. So there you have a good, solid business plan that should work out fine. Again, as long as you're focused on getting your capital back as soon as you can and making the investment profitable as soon as possible. Because again, in those areas and with houses at that age, uh, here in Japan at least, your resale value is not really going to go up might go down as well, particularly if the base relocates for any reason. So bear in mind, again, that these areas usually don't have a huge amount of local industries or any robust economy to speak of. So rental income is pretty much the only way to profit from these investments. And you really want to make sure that you're constantly renting out uh, to Army and Navy personnel and not to normal Japanese tenants if you can, because uh, they've got a large rental allowance that they're going to be much higher uh, paying tenants than what your average Japanese tenants will be. And they're happy to use all of it for rent simply because they can't use it for anything else. So, yeah, we'll check back with him once we've helped him purchase his first property, hopefully in the not-too-distant future. And we'll see how he's going with it. And that'll probably help more of you have a similar game plan in mind. Uh, Folks like Mike and Fook from that previous episode we posted or anyone else living here in Japan who's interested in doing something similar. I know we've already heard from quite a few of you who are. And we're, of course, more than happy to assist in case you run into the same kind of difficulties. So... Namely, foreigners, shy realtors and sellers, lack of written Japanese skills, uh, which is necessary for conducting these transactions, or just difficulty in accessing potential available listings, etc. So we're here for you. Drop us a line in the comment section or wherever you might have found this episode or anywhere else. The easiest way to communicate with us is probably via email. So info at nippontradings.com. That's N-I-P-P-O-N tradings with an S or one word. Info at nippontradings.com. Or just look for us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, We're called simply Japan Real Estate. We've got a group and business page on Facebook, as well as an Instagram account, all under that name, Japan Real Estate. And we'll help you research, conduct your diligence on, uh, negotiate on, and purchase a property in whichever area you might be interested in. So do let us know what you thought of this episode or the podcast in general. We love to hear from you. 
either in the comment section or wherever you might have found us or in a private message. And we would love it even more if you could leave us a rating or a review. Oh, I said I'll read a review from the iTunes store once in a while too, didn't I? Okay, let's see. So here's another one. Uh, this one's from a listener in Germany. And they gave us five stars, like most of our reviewers. Thank you very much for that. And she or he says, short, structured, concise on point. The podcast is doing a great job introducing the pros and cons of real estate in Japan with a proper focus on investing, especially like the frequency and short format presenting information in the most useful way. A pleasure listening topic by topic. Well, thank you very much for that, um, Mrs. or Mr. Telebroker from Germany. Really appreciate the kind words, and if we've actually helped you out in making a purchase or an investment here in Japan, we would love it even more if you could reach out and let us know what you ended up buying and how your investment is working out for you. So we really love first-hand accounts and investment stories here on the podcast. Don't be shy. Drop us a line. We would love to have you on the show. Okay, so that's it from us for today, folks. Hope you've enjoyed this episode, and if you've been sitting on the fence for a while thinking to maybe start up a business like that young man we just spoke to or anything similar. Hopefully this gave you the push that you needed to go ahead, pull the trigger on your very first Japan real estate property investment. We hope to have you with us again next time. And until then, stay safe. Don't get carried away by a typhoon or anything of the sort. Stay home if you can. You've got yet another reason to stay home now if you haven't been doing it so far. And until we hear from you again, from all of us here at NTI, we wish you a great day or evening. Yoroshiku!